Remember in your youth when you ate a plate full of marijuana-laced cookies? Yeah. <laughs> and had, and had no idea what I was getting. Had a come to Jesus moment. Oh my gosh, I was mocking the person who, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, okay, these cookies are filled with marijuana. <laughs> oh my God, that was like the worst night of my life. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we've come a long way <laughs> because why? Edibles have come a long way. Yeah, they have. 1906 makes beautiful cannabis-infused chocolates perfectly dosed for the most effective edible experience. So, I don't know about you guys, but November for my family yeah. is insane. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, there are holidays and school things and annual programs, and it's all taking place at the same time, and everybody's financially strapped, and there's just a ton to do, right? Yes. Anyway, I have been using 1906's Go Chocolates to help kick me in the butt and keep me functioning at the peak of my ability. Word. With single strain cannabis sativa, caffeine, L-theanine, Leo... Oh, and theobromine. 1906's Go Chocolates provide a source of clean energy when you need it. They do. Yeah, I know. They work. So when do you like to use... All right. Well, first of all, I'm scared to death of any edible... But I'm actually going to eat one right now. Do it. I <laughs> ate a coffee bean. I think I ate two of them of the goes. And I took Max on a walk. And um, as I was, yeah, as I was walking, like literally like five minutes into the walk, I was like, man, I want to walk forever. I just like was ready to like, <laughs> can, like home. take the longest walk of my life. And um, I just felt like so like my brain was like firing neurons everywhere and I was like full of great ideas and I came home and I felt energized I love these things and the thing I love the most about them you're eating it right now I really am sorry anyway <laughs> um each piece you know they're very small doses and you would think that it wouldn't be effective for somebody who smokes as much weed as I do and yet it's like hitch like a, it works it I mean, works for you I mean like too. That's, it's because it's got science in it. It's targeted and they taste good too. They don't taste like marijuana edibles. They taste super yummy. Um, and then the other thing is gorgeous, sophisticated packaging. These are definitely something that you could be getting and sticking in your loved one's stocking. For sure. Like, right? They're gorgeous. It's like getting your lady um, some fancy chocolates. Mm-hmm. Um, they look great they certainly look better than the, the way the box opens and flips up it's like it's the coolest thing ever everything about it is really sophisticated they're all irregularly shaped and they're cool they're yeah. rad check them out um to learn more about their other chocolates for sleep relaxation and for getting busy mm-hmm. which we've also used visit 1906newhighs.com hey hey so, yeah. it's holiday season, y'all. Yeah. If you are going on to Dank Geek to get some crazy thing, is there something you've had your eye on? Like, I don't know, a mighty or a volcano mm-hmm. or maybe a beautiful new dab rig? Honey, I can't afford that stuff. Dank Geek now has a new program that allows you to pay over time with zero interest over two months. So you can split your payments and make that new bong purchase more manageable. Sizzle.com slash about to learn more about that. So go there and 
by that brand new volcano. Your lungs will thank you. Enjoy your holidays and go to www.dinkgeek.com. Learn more about their new program with Sezzle there. Bye. Bye. What's up, podcast listeners? You're listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the Stoner Mom, aka Catherine from thestonermom.com, and I am joined as always by my long suffering husband who is suffering from allergies today, bladed. Every day. All day, every day. All last week he couldn't sleep. Now he can sleep, but he's. Plagued, dead during the yeah. day plagued with coughing and yeah. the inability to breathe and you're a mess i'm a mess i'm a mess i'm sorry it's okay i'm gonna be fine when will it end when the snow falls i mean this dry ain't no snow gonna fall weather is my body's set for winter mode now and it's like <laughs> there's it's hot it's 75 degrees this my body does not know what to do, so this is a rebellion. Um, okay. Well, we are. Um, if this is your first time listening, we are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the wonderful state of Colorado that we love. We also have two animals that we are crazy about. Yeah, and like the, look at that one just sleeping. Over it's just there. we just obsess about them. They're so beautiful. Katya is a cloud kitten right now. She's like, look like she's like hugging. I mean, she, that's how rug. she is. She hugs whatever she's laying on. It's so sweet. She's a sweetie patiti. I know. <laughs> and a stinky patinky. <laughs> she stinks. Um, anyway. So it's after Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did too. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, post-Thanksgiving. Um, we were not there last week. We did not upload because we were enjoying our Thanksgiving week off with it was fun. kids, not in school. And yeah, it was and a good your, time. And, and nice your parents little, came in town. Nice little pre-winter break. Yeah. Right? I thought it was awesome. I had a great old time. Um, yeah. Taking it easy, eating turkey, making food, entertaining in-laws. I decorated the house yep. for the holidays. Which was nice. I didn't expect that. You were like, get that tree out. It's one of my favorite times of year. It sure is. I love it. It feels good. I love it too. I like the way our home looks right now. I I love decorating the house for the holidays. You do, huh? Yeah. The mm. kids love it like crazy. They do. So, yep. So that's where we are now. We're in Christmas mode, holiday mode. I just think of it as holiday mode. Holiday mode. And this kind of extends into basically Tori's birthday, which is the first week of January. So that covers. And my, and my kids' birthdays, which are like. Yes, in but a week I'm, or two. Ta I'm talking about how it, it starts in Thanksgiving. Oh, you mean it just like. And then it extends to. I'm talking about the holiday season. For me. And then your birthday. Hello. I know, but I don't keep my <clears throat> decorations up. We have the Catherine birthday decorations up, don't we? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Should we? Yeah. I think that's gross. Well, I'm just kidding. Nobody needs to celebrate. 
their own birthday. Their own birthday that much. It's true. I'm going to be... How, I'm going to be 35? Yeah, that's not Oh, old. my God. I want to die. It's not old at all. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was 35. <sighs> Wouldn't have all these ailments. So I'm going to get more ailments. No, you're a wahini. You're not going to get no ailments. You're going to have coconut ailments. You know, like... Oh, my gosh. My, my skin isn't as readily, easily available to get brown in the sunlight. Okay, well, anyway, let's uh, go ahead and have our Slayer's Den. Whoa. What's Sl going on in the Slayer's Den? Man. I heard yeah. we got a couple more new patrons. Yeah. Um, shall I just read names? You're going to have to because I don't have my computer here. So thank you. Our Slayers are our patrons on patreon.com forward slash madaz m-a-d-a-s if you want to become a patron go there and do uh, it and pledge all right so welcome to our two newest slayers amy and marth vader welcome hooray and also shout outs to jacqueline chad and terry the high mom podcast Catherine, katie Catherine, megan Beth Ann, Texas Mama Meg, and the Alpha Slayer. Joey. I wish you had an effect on Jody's name. Um, oh, I so, can put an effect there. Okay, anyway. Shout Jody. out to you guys. Thanks for the support on Patreon. You can join them there and have access to the pre-roll show, which is a quick little um, extra podcast between David and I. Usually smoking weed and drinking alcohol and talking about some random ass shit. And he usually doesn't edit it. Kitty cat is stretching. And um, there you go. So if that sounds like something you'd be into, consider becoming a patron. They also get to listen to Mom and Dad are Stoned a day early. All right, cool. So what are you smoking on today? Are you smoking anything? Golly, well. What are you drinking on today? I'm a mess. Okay, here's what I've got. I have a thing that I smoked. I have a bunch of Keef. I have some Northern Lights. And I have a bong. And I have some concentrate, believe it or not. Oh, why don't you do that? Because um, you don't have your thing, do you? No, I have it all right here. And I just have a torch and a little dab rig right now. Grav Labs dab rig. Um... I didn't want to get out my e-nail. Yeah, because that's just more electronics we have around our bodies. Yeah, so this is, um, I honestly do not remember what the concentrate is, but. But you love it just the same. It's okay. Yeah, I love it. It's some kind of sativa thing. How do you know? Because I get all your concentrates for you. Look at that thing go. This thing rips. Okay, so I'm going to do a dab right now and get focused. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what that is, but I do have that Northern Lights. And, yeah, I just smoked a um, nice um, pre-roll, like, raw cone thing, um, the normal size. And I put so much keef up in there. It was, Dang. like, pure keef. It was awesome, and I loved it. Pretty soon you're going to have all kinds of weed you can smoke that's grown in the back beautiful backyard. Yeah. Do, do you have stuff like curing now? Yeah, I do. Or drying? Well, it's at the end of the drying and it's going into the jars now. 
And it's they're all like sativa dominant stuff. Badass, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. So let's talk about media. Let's go to media time. Media time. You ready for some media time? Media time. See, I sound so nice now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so this week we're going to talk about a crazy movie we watched on Thanksgiving that your father has been recommending for ages for us to watch and was offended that we hadn't watched it by now. But we then we watched it and it was awesome. Called Sablario. Sicario. Oh. And, um, Bablario. Sicario is, uh, it's got that guy in it that you fucking worship. Benicio del Toro? Yes. I love him. He's Sicario. He's the hitman. And, um, yeah, it's a really, really good movie. Um, the guy who directed the movie directed the new Blade Runner movie that came out, which I want to see. It's just all good, you know? I mean, he does awesome movies. <clears throat> And um, this one was also awesome. It's a Mexican cartel, border patrol type. Um, Revenge movie. Setting. Emily Blunt is in it. And yeah, there's like, I would say, a theme of. Um, Vengeance. And justice. And justice. At all costs. Because like, well, what. Is justice? It's certainly not the same thing as re- revenge no, or no. vengeance. Not at all. Um. So anyway, that's a cool movie. Check that out. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, kind of slow for a while. I mean, but things happen. But then at the end, it's just all like holy mackerel. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. There's Benicio del Toro is a badass in that movie. So. You should all go, definitely go see that. That was a real treat for us to watch that because we don't oftentimes find movies that are good. Yes. And then the other thing I want to talk about is your queen obsession because you've been playing a lot of queen lately. And I'm not talking about Queen Latifah. I'm talking about the (laughs) band Queen with Freddie Mercury. Oh, man. Yes. You love it. I love Queen. You do. I I love it too. You know, my, I know you have fond memories of Queen. As we all do. Well, you know. But I remember being a child and there was that one Queen album that came out and it has an illustration of a giant robot holding the members of Queen in its robot hands and like they're dead or something like that because I think it crushed them. <laughs> Did it scare the bitches out of you? Nightmare. <laughs> Look it up. It's frightening. No, I know. Do you know I, what I'm talking about? Honey, yes. Ugh. I've been listening. I've been I looking know. at all their album art for the past <laughs> Very scary, but um, <laughs> I like them. Yeah, I listened to a lot of Queen when I was a preteen and then teenager. And then I'd say that I didn't listen to very much Queen as an adult. No? Well, now as an adult you are. And now I just had a, a Queen resurgence and I'm like, man, I, I, like gotta, it. I gotta listen to Queen in front of my kids. Gotta introduce this shit to them. You because do. this stuff... I mean, okay, can I just tell you? Yeah. I used to, you know how people would play like air guitar in yeah. their bedrooms yeah. locked away? Is that what you would do? As a teenager? No. <clears throat> I would play like air, like Broadway, like showman, <laughs> like fracking, because they have so many songs that are like exactly what you say, like barber, barbershop <laughs> quartet yeah. type. Um. They're very, very theatrical songs. Very harmonious. Um, and also, like, their lyrics are 
fucking hilarious and they make me cry. I remember this time as a child, as a, I guess a preteen, my dad just like, why do you like Queen so much? They're fucking amazing. Okay. I say fucking, but I was just like super like at the time, like I literally only listened to like Beethoven and Queen It's like Miles's obsession with Michael Jackson that was slightly concerning for a while before we found ourselves in a very sympathetic position towards yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, once you learn the truth about Michael Jackson. And this campaign, to media campaign. Man, just, you know what? Fuck the media. Fuck all news all the yeah. time. It's all bullshit. Always has been. Always will be. There ain't no change in it. You know, find your own fucking sources of news, you guys. Yeah. Usually it's in podcasts. For yeah. real. For us. Yeah. <sighs> That's where we learned the Michael Jackson thing. Was that Liar City? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Check it out. Liar City. Great podcast. So um, what are we really talking about today? Are you ready to talk about this? It's episode 69. Yeah, it is. Well, we're talking about our relationship, our scandalous relationship. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Right? So we're going to do this daintily. We're going to enter, embark on this conversation. But that doesn't. Okay. Yeah, it'll be good. So we're going to talk about our really... Sometimes we get relationship questions about us. Yeah. People seem to like the way we interact with one another. We do. Maybe because you say you love me all the time. I do love you all the time. And then... <laughs> all the time. Time. Look at that. Um. So anyway, we're going to cover the basics about us who are we who are we why are, why we, are here? we here why are we together how long have we been together what brought us together why do we have these pets <clears throat> yeah why do we care so much about them do we leave our house why does that one lay on its back so much <laughs> like it's a human let's find out David, how long have we been together? Well, we've been together a little over five years. And that's not, that doesn't count being married. I mean, like, we've been together for five years and... Jeez, five months. Five years, five five years, five months. Been married? No, together. We will have been married five years on our anniversary, which is in March. We haven't been married for five years yet? No. But wait a minute. Like, that's okay. Because a few years ago, we were like, we haven't been married for two years yet. We haven't been married for three. Five years is good. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. Um. So... God, we've been married for four years. It will be five years in March. Yeah. So that's a, a that's we definitely have to go to Hawaii for five years. That's respectable. Five years, and then your fucking whatever fiftieth birthday, <sighs> and then ten years. These are all the times that we're going to Hawaii. Oh, okay. And do you get it? Yeah, I like it. I see a theme. I'm ready. I'm ready to go now. I know. So, David and I dated for a very short time. Let's say we dated for, uh, (laughs) well, technically, I guess you could define we were dating until we got married? Or is it just like... No, because we lived together before we got married. Our courtship was not 
was on an accelerated timeline. It was also very not traditional. Very non-traditional. Um, and so that's because other people were impacted and we both have children, yes. young kids. We, you know, don't talk about that kind of stuff so much and, or air our, our grievances um, or whatever. But yeah, specifically just like talking about just know that like the separations of our first marriages and the um, beginning of our relationship and marriage all happened very close together. Very close together. Okay, like there was a reason we ended our marriages. Right. And it was to be together. Yep. Um, And so, I mean, you may do the math backwards from there and yep. make whatever <laughs> assumptions you would I'll like say, to make. I'll say this. In our state... You cannot um, get divorced uh, until you for 90 days. So from the time you file for divorce, you you are to stay married. You can be separated and all that, but you you are not granted a divorce for 90 days. Right. So three months. I don't remember, but yeah. I do. And I remember finding out about that and like, what? (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, so we... um, you know, learned about each other fairly quickly. And I knew that I loved you immediately. So I told you I loved you immediately. It was, yeah. So, I mean, all I can really say, you know, I'm a practical person and I think a lot of our followers know that like, I've always just put my kids first. Um, and so like reconciling this, um, I guess, part of me with the mom that you know you know it's just another we're all very complicated yes and what we share on the internet is just it shouldn't be (laughs) everything yeah it really shouldn't I mean especially if you're a parent to young kids yeah um so yeah I mean I tried really hard not to judge people's relationships at all all I don't give a fuck if there are kids involved you better be putting the kids 1000% first mm-hmm. and I don't care who is fucking who you know what I mean yeah like it's got to be about the kids yeah. and I mean on this accelerated timeline it still was 1000% my focus and my ex-husband's focus was to get the kids transitioned quickly and painlessly and to see us as a extended large family type thing which is still the you know that's the goal that's still what we always have going on and it's only grown their family has only grown and gotten more diverse more um loving you know more people there for them and so Good things happen out of crazy decisions that people make. So I feel like we're obviously culturally getting to a much more progressive and, you know, understanding state as far as relationships and adult consensual relationships and and who can be good parents and and what a mom and dad know what a two parent relationship looks like I mean you know what I mean I very much am the mom of my kids and their dad is 1000% 
there and their dad. And, you know, I just feel like there's a whole new generation of post-divorce people, not post-divorce. I just mean like people that, you know, we're, we're learning as a society how to get a divorce yeah. without fucking over the kids a hundred percent. But as with all things, some people are more educated than others about these, you know, cultural shifts and changes, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I would put myself in the camp of the horrible Gwyneth Paltrow and the Coldplay dude. Yeah. Cause they couldn't get a divorce like common people. They had to no. uncouple or whatever, but here's the deal. I kind of relate to what, like there's this, I guess stigma. I'm so sick of that word, but, um, of divorce and that it's ugly or painful or full of arguments and physical altercations. Yeah. And that's just, and I could see myself as Gwyneth Paltrow being like, I don't want to attach what I'm doing with this father of my children to that word, you know, cause I'm so high and mighty. Right. And you know, so yeah. I kind of get the spirit of that. And, um, <coughs> so yeah, we are happily, um, Blending our children. I have two. He has two. Uh, our kids successfully blended pretty quickly. Um, there's been no, like, they don't drive us nuts. They don't fight. They don't scream. They don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. They get along pretty well. They're good kids. Considering. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, you have got that wonderful co parenting thing happening. And I, I've been struggling with it for many years because I had the opposite of what you have. Um, <clears throat> you came from a very... I had the uncoupling experience yeah. and you had the get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I had the bad... It's not stuff. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. And, but it's like, you know, it's been a long road and I think uh, we're hopefully not having explosions as often as we used to uh -uh. um you know and unfortunately i came from a very toxic marriage that was definitely pretty much over for several years yeah so that wasn't fun and um you know and putting my kids through that was even worse because i thought to myself like well gosh uh can i do this because i don't want to leave my kids in this terrible position you know because if i know if it's so terrible that i want to get a divorce what about my kids like what's going to happen to them but you know what in hindsight it was the best thing i did for them because um, she learns yeah. to parent you know, on her yeah. own, you learn to parent on your own. Mm -hmm. And there's no more kids seeing horrific, like oh. screaming and right. just, you know, verbal abuse and stuff. Like yeah. that's not what you're wanting your kids to think that a husband and wife is all about. Right. They're going to model the relationship that you have. It's right. just going to happen. So you've got to have a good one. And that means if you're in a bad one, 
that you got to recognize that shit. Get the fuck out of there. And sometimes it takes a long, long ass time. Yeah. Years and years. It's true. But, but um, you know what? Part of my like whole, like do it quick was literally like knowing that I wanted to leave my daughter's dad before they hit pre or before they hit adolescence because that's like a really um like puberty you you don't want to divorce during puberty if you can help it um i wouldn't yeah that seems like that would be a double horrible thing to have to go through and then the pre-puberty stage but is also like um really difficult for girls. And so I've talked about this before, but the therapist that I had at the time was also had like a concentration on like, um, children and families and children of trauma, you know, that dealt with trauma and stuff. So she was super helpful in like yeah, helping, like guiding my thoughts and stuff and how I talked about and how I navigated getting them through our divorce which was really just like a relocation type deal and now we're all gonna live in this different way yeah and i mean it's working out you know i mean like even in my situation has gotten better and a thousand times better a lot a lot better and there's more communication now but there was the opposite of everything that you wanted to be like my kids were put in a situation they were go between messengers and oh all, all the things the they tell things. you never Not- ever do that you yeah, yeah it just takes a complete moron to do yeah and it was just like it was the worst gritting your teeth the whole time trying not to give in to the negativeness and put from my end putting them also in this situation to be the go between but um but now i feel like my kids are okay i've got some strong ass kids and they're uh I think they're very well adjusted and they seem pretty normal. Well, they're extremely intelligent well, and bright and talented. It's very true. I mean, they really are. So anyway, that's a kid relationship talk. Let's talk about some other stuff with our relationship, if you don't mind. Let's so, talk about our marriage. Do you want to talk about getting married? No. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about marijuana and our oh, yeah. marriage. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. So when I... Um, was in my first marriage. I did not, well, I smoked weed a very, very little towards the end. Um, but not very much. So yeah, like maybe a bowl and a pipe in the garage once a week or something, twice a week. Okay. Um, but that was... Not forever in your marriage. That was towards the end of your marriage, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Right? Right. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I was married to him for um, eight years. So it was eight years of me not smoking pot when I probably should have been. Yeah, you should have been. Um, But towards the end, um, I was going through my, like, crisis and, like, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? What do I want to model and exhibit to my children with my fucking legacy going to be and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to smoke some weed and think about these things. Um, oh, and then here's David. Yeah. Um, so when I met David, he almost right away started wooing me with bongs. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, oh, you want to get high? Oh, why are you smoking out of a pipe? Let's get you a bong. Like immediately. Immediately. Girls, here's do you understand? Bong. This is how... 
a guy is supposed to treat you. He meets you, decides he decides he wants you, figures out that you're smoking weed out of a pipe. Yeah. And gets you a bong immediately. And I was like, don't use that anymore. Now come to my apartment whenever you want and let's smoke it together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't smoke weed hardly at all. I mean, like I would do it. When, I mean, because it was there, di- everything was different. Like it was like not legal here. It was. It was medically legal. Right. So you know, most people got it through a friend who had a med- card. Med card. Um, unless you <laughs> yourself had a card, which I did, like pretty early, but no, not at the very beginning of right. our relationship. Right? Yeah. Right. Hold on, I gotta get this off. Okay. Okay. So, so David was 42 when I met him and he was so surprisingly like friendly to me smoking pot and told me about like occasions when he had smoked pot, like even when having like, you know, young baby in the house and stuff. Um, but not in his house because he would have been burnt alive. But <laughs> I would go outside. <laughs> but um, I was like, this is very dumb to say, but like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, look, this is like a, a dad. This dad has been a dad as long as I've been a dad. And he's older than me. As long as you've been a dad? As long as, as, long as I have been a dad. Uh-huh. And a mom. Mm-hmm. And... um. He smoked pot and he's not some weirdo. No. And I certainly don't see him smoke it like ever. No. In fact, I would. uh, (laughs) So in my previous marriage, my ex-wife would have a, she had a job where she would literally be gone all entire weekend. Okay. And I I was a single dad basically on the weekends with my son. And I, you know, I would uh, do everything during the day with him and then at night I would put him to bed and then once I was sure he was completely asleep I would step outside the fr- my front porch and I would smoke pot if I had it I mean like like I was saying earlier there's no there were no dispensaries for me to go to and it was just again like here my friends are here circumstance yeah I didn't know what I was smoking and sometimes it, you know it worked and sometimes it didn't but um but I certainly wouldn't get super stoned I would just honestly have a little puff of weed out of a pipe and then I would drink a little bit and then I would go to sleep. So I was definitely smoking more weed than you at that, when we met, um, because I would just have, I would get it regularly from a friend through a dispensary, which is how everybody smoked weed back then. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did that regularly, whereas you did not smoke pot. No, I had regularly. a friend at work who would supply me with it on occasion, and it was so funny. Like, he would give me literally like maybe two nuggets, which I don't even know what that would. That wouldn't even be an eighth. Maybe it was an eighth, <laughs> and I would be like, "Oh my god, thank you!" And not I would an make eighth, that a shit. gram. That's yeah, what we're talking about. It would make it. I would make it last like for a month easily. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, and you know, you didn't know what you're getting or anything. But um, yeah, but I was okay with it because in my youth, before I was married or anything, and even lived here, I definitely smoked pot all the time. Like, well, not all the time, but enough. And I had a bong and everything. But um, you know, I just knew like if you're gonna do it, make sure you use a bong. It's better for you. Um, 
Yeah. And whereas my situation was I did not smoke pot for almost all of my marriage because I was very, um, I was that mom. Well, I will say this too, though. Okay. So after we, Catherine and I moved in together. Yes. Es mas rapido. And then um, we lived in an apartment in the beginnings of our relationship, um, right as we were kind of divorcing. And our plan was to get a house, but we had a, we needed kind of a transitory thing because while you're getting a divorce, you can't buy a house, you know, (laughs) you can't buy anything. Um, We lived in an apartment for one year. Yeah. Um, And I was like, you know, living with someone that I knew wouldn't like judge me or whatever. If I smoked more pot than they uneducatedly assumed was good for me. Um, So that was nice. And so I had a nice, comfortable space and relationship to figure out, you know, my relationship with cannabis. Yeah. But what I was going to say was during that time, I mean, those are stressful times, obviously. And I think that um, during that time, you know, you would smoke pot out on a little balcony. It was great. And I think that that kind of helped getting through all that but it also became like part of my um you know i'm gonna do this every day yeah and i'm gonna be okay with it and i did that for a while before i officially became like okay well now i'm gonna blog about it yeah which i thought was awesome and you started in the apartment Mm mm-hmm that's where it all started. And you know what? It turned out really Wait, awesome. It? Yeah, it did. Because I remember one day, uh, Catherine, Catherine's always been a big furniture arranger, no matter where we live, uh, where she'll change rooms. And one day you sat in our little apartment living room and you moved, remember you moved your desk over to the couch, your white desk, and you had a computer on there and you started hammering out the beginnings of the stoner mom. You said, I want to start a blog. I want to start blogging. <laughs> but you didn't say the stoner mom back then. But anyway, that was here in this house, which was fun. Um, and then what else? Oh, yeah. We believe, I think, going back to what you were saying earlier, I think doing things fast was the way to go. Because we made up our minds what we were going to do. And then we went like full speed and got through it. And fucking did it. And now it's great. And now it's great. And looking back, I'm just like, I'm so glad we did it that way because can you imagine like dating forever and living in limbo and knowing you want to be with this person and then like your kids have to integrate and yet the whole time they're getting older and older. I just, you know, I, I think the way we did it was good. And I think it was like ripping off a bandaid. And but then- it can only work if. You guys are supposed to be together. Exactly. And so that's why this is, I don't think this happens very, I don't know, maybe it does, but. It's hard to say. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe with older or relationships with older people, it does. Maybe. Because you know what ain't working and what you don't like. But um, anyway. Okay. Using cannabis in our Okay. Or now a relationship? Well, obviously it's a very central part of our relationship because you have this going on. Yeah. Um, but it's not like he and I, I mean, I'm smoking pot all the time. You know what I mean? All the time. Um, so he doesn't not partake with me. Not notice at all. Yeah. But he doesn't partake with me like all the time at all. No. 
I'm sorry. I'm enjoying some keef. Would you like to hit this bong, baby? Not right now. I just, I guess finally got my breathing stabilized so I can get through this. So like what he, um, you know, can recognize or notice that I'm in bitch mode or, or purposefully or subconsciously not medicating myself and getting stressed out or like worrying about stuff. Yeah. He hates it when I worry, basically. Okay. Another sign that the guy is for you. One, he gets a bong immediately. Two, uh, he does not want you to worry and it, he actively tries to make it so. That's the one thing you've really helped me with is because I mean, like, you know, before. <clears throat> Honestly, I mean, like, I would say I care about people, but I didn't really care if my mental state affected them or not. Like, if I was upset or stressed out, I, I didn't really care if, like, okay, well, I don't want you to feel stressed out, too. But with you, I definitely feel that way. Like, even if I feel stressed out, I'll go out of my way to try my best to be, like, yes, just suck it in and get through it and don't let... Your sweet wahini, you feel that way too. That's I'm the real only love. one. Doing it. We do that for our children. Absolutely. We do that for our parents. We do that for the people we love. Yeah. So I think a lot of wives, females, moms, women use can benefit from using cannabis um, pre sex. Here's why. Tell us why. Here's why. I use cannabis pre-sex. Tell, tell me. Because you hate it so much. You just no. Want, you want it to be not, stoned so it doesn't. No, I'm just First kidding. of all, am I ever stoned, you guys? No. No. Second of all, I mean, maybe for like 10 minutes, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> Second of all. But so for me, it's all about, I mean, I use cannabis for my mental health. Yeah, you do. So I'm not an anxious, worrywart, depressive. Um, and that works, you know in conjunction with relationships and sex and comfort with intimacy in general. So it can be difficult for me to um, get outside of my head. And my head is very self-conscious. It's a very self-conscious place mm -hmm. where um, <clears throat> you're thinking about everything what about if, yourself, right? Well, what if he is thinking this or, you know, how I think the craziest things. Yeah. What if he doesn't like that? What if he's thinking this? Um, you know, and rather than like being like, what's he doing to me? I'm going to enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I get Instead, it. it's just like, I would say like, if you were in porn, like you're not really like, so you're having <laughs> sex with this person, but you're really at your job and you're really trying to create this visual product. Right. And you know what your face looks like because you've looked at these porno videos of yourself and I'm like, gross, I'm not going to make that face again or whatever, or make that sound. <laughs> this is an X rated ass show. And so anyway, when you're getting done by your porno, uh, co-star, right. you're mentally not connecting with home. I mean, it takes a, a, a real pro to be able to mentally connect with that person and also create a product good enough for, you know, an excellent piece of porn. Okay. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what I would sort of compare it to. Like you're like thinking too much about, Oh, I hope he likes this or I hope he likes that. Or I hope blah, 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 you know, and you're not even like caring or feeling about like what's going on with you or whatever pleasure you might 
um, enjoy. Right. So, and you get caught up with all those weird thoughts. Yes. So I like turning my brain off. Um, it's kind of like dimming the lights. I'm getting stoned. Um, I also take off my glasses. Yeah, you do, which means you can't see. That, that like, for me, I'm like, I'm in a different plane. Man. It's nice. Okay, well, that's good to know. Can I talk about these 1906 chocolates? Yeah. We had, I ate um, those aphrodisiac chocolates the other night, and they were awesome. I ate two of them, and I ate them right before sex. Boom. So that's what I messed up the first time was... I waited too long. Like he was showering and then I had to like smoke weed forever. And then we had to watch the expanse and then it's done. The the effects were done. They'd been done. You wasted them on the expanse. And so this time that made you love Miller. I love Miller. He (laughs) excites me. I love his hair. I shaved your head. Yeah. It's like you look like Miller. See, so there you go. I'm sorry. Anyway, (laughs) um, so, yeah. I'm drinking your drink now. Um, I used them this second time the correct way. And they totally worked. Like, mm-hmm. and that's a w- way better way to go. You know how sometimes, like, r- rare, occasionally yeah. I will, like, dab pre-sex. Yeah. And then you have to wait for me, like, coughing for, like, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. Yes. Of, like, being on. Un- okay, now don't move and just. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know that's not sexy no <laughs> eat the chocolates instead the chocolates takes are awesome. 10 minutes and everybody's happy and then it, it totally kicks in so yeah it was awesome so I, look I those uh, 1906 those. chocolates out because there's a lot of, i think there's a few reviews of them the aphrodisiac ones um specifically they're called a high love and they're a sponsor of the show. Yeah, we love them. Um, I love them. And so you can imagine. I'll tell you what else. What? I mean, not not related to making sweet love. But that pause one, man, if you're an anxiety person and you're freaked out about edibles, that shit works. Really? Oh, my God, yeah. Like You need to eat them more then. I think I will. You know, in fact, for me, like I don't need the high love ones. I need the pause ones because I'm already high love all the time I, but I mean I gotta <laughs> but but you know what I need what I need is to, I need to feel zero stresses and pressures from the world and then I feel like he has to turn down his anxiety his anxiety is getting worse it's getting worse I mean it's not like debilitating or crippling it's just you know the funny thing about anxiety is you're not uh, on medication level yet. I'm not, but you know the thing about anxiety is when you realize when you don't have anxiety, like, and then you look back and you're like, I was out of my fucking mind. Like, yeah. I, you know, I mean, like lately I have not felt any anxiety. I feel, and I feel like I've been feeling great, and that's where I am now. I'm looking back like, why? What the hell? I mean, like the paths of thought that the anxious mind takes. Yes. Oh my goodness. It just creates and snowball effect creates like more nonsense. So anyway, if you're immersed in that tunnel vision too, you're just like, you're a mess and everybody around you is like, is this person okay? (laughs) What the hell? Like, but you know what? I mean, I just like, I, I mean, I think I chalk it up. I try to make it into a positive because my life has actually been pretty sweet. Um, there's haven't been a lot of rocky roads, but when they, when they hit me, I mean, it's like, whoa, you know, and, um, 
But that's what the one thing I like about getting older and with you, a younger lady, is that you always help guide me through nonsense. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, you're there to tell me, like, quit acting like a maniac. And then I thought, okay, well, if you say so, and then I feel great. So that's the other thing is like, I like our age difference because, and I think that like, you know, talking about all of this, like sex and everything, I think that for you and me, this, the age thing is perfect because that's what you like. I like you. I never would have thought that I would be in love with a woman who's younger than myself over 10 years <laughs> but um you know what it makes sense and i feel like i don't feel so much of an ancient dinosaur i mean like i think that i say stupid old person things sometimes but you know i think i'm also receptive to your correction and um i've always considered you a very young whatever age you yeah. so you were 42 and i met you and i you didn't you just me. i didn't yeah and it's not even about looks it's about like how the person is and like he was like skateboarding and had a you know young kids and was it which mean when you have young kids you're a young dad you're like yeah you know um but he's still 13 years older than me <laughs> so it's like we were in the same stage of life with thir 13 years difference with a decade's difference yeah so it's fun i like it well here's the deal i've always <clears throat> i should have always been with Married an older man. I've always wanted. Now you got that older man. Now I have that. Well, there you go. So, and I tell you, that's the best thing for a dude because you can just yes. age. You're always going to be younger than me. And I'll always say like, <laughs> and I'll always God, be I like, wish I, I was a... turning forty-two or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm going to be forty-two soon. Soon? No, you're not. Oh, God, don't even start with me. 42 is still younger than me right now. I know. Okay. I'm staring down the barrel of 50. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Well, not yet. I mean, like. Yeah, you are. I got 48. Because guess what? Right after our anniversary of five years is your birthday. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. I don't even care. You'll be 48. That's bitch. great. 48 is great. Okay, so anyway, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Um, and is I'll be 35, so yeah. fuck you. Is there anything else you want to talk about with our, in our relationship? You guys, when we met, mm -hmm. for a little bit, for a few months, I was 29 years old. Yeah. Oh, my he God. Was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. <laughs> like... <laughs> because he was in his 40s oh and you I don't want to leave your marriage and shock up with some girl in their 20s. I remember being at work <laughs> and my friends knew like, well, something's going on with you. And I would be so tight lipped. And then one night I got wasted drunk oh and I was God. at a bar with them. And I was like, of course, always texting you. And um, I would just be like, guys, I'm going to tell you, man, like, I love this girl. It's amazing. I love her. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, really? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> How old is she? 29. <laughs> like, and then it would be like, the, because you know what? It's the inevitable. It instantly yeah. negates. Oh, uh, well, they, never mind. Oh, you're not in love. You're just, you know, no. whatever. You're just like this younger woman. And I'm just like, it has not. Oh, God. <coughs> My Dude. young lady acts like a grandma. Okay. So. <laughs> Right, she doesn't like to be in the sunlight or go like out or, or be interact. People, I mean, like, 
in any way break so i mean like that was like it was just i I just want to be home and watch my stories that's all that's all you wanted and i could relate to that so anyway yeah it was not something that was like i'm dating a 20 year old or whatever Twenty ninety. I know, but still had the twenty. So when I turned thirty, he was, I was happy. like very happy, very happy. Oh, thank God. Thank <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, anything else you want to talk about there? I love weed. I know you do. I love you. I'm stoned right now. I love you. I love you too. What's going on in Dave's Grow? <coughs> coughing. That's coughing. what's going Lots on. Lots of fucking coughing. Um, well, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Harvest. I'm harvesting all my greenhouse weed. Um, in fucking the last week of November. Yeah. Weird. And it, when it's 75 <laughs> degrees outside. So they're, they're all dry. So weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, <laughs> but whatever. And then um, I've got a lot of it drying. And then I've got my indoor tents going on. I've got like, uh, I got two of them and I got one. I'm working with those black dog led people. So first off guys, David did start a video series on the website. Yeah. The stoner yeah. Uh, I think and YouTube slash. Yeah. So if you go to my YouTube channel, you can find his, videos there um and follow along but so is this are we calling that like week one that because yeah. it was setting it up yeah so we set up a tent um on i mean like we're actually in real time we're way ahead of that but we said the first video was setting up at the kit that's right i'm sorry so basically what's going on in this first part of all this is like i'm growing a grow with someone else's tent and products Namely, grow lights in a tent and all. I mean, and you can buy all this stuff <clears throat> or you will be able to in the next few weeks here. Um, it's from a company called Black Dog LED. They're actually here in Colorado and they make the best grow lights that I've ever been made. Um, if there's any commercial grow operation people listening, I think that you should give them a try. I think that uh, there's a big competitor out there, but they're not as good as this one. And I'm seeing the effects before my very eyes and i don't know why everybody doesn't use led lights they're way more cost effective now that i have like real led grow lights like and i don't have like five in my tent i've got one that like is the power of the sun and um and i'm watching these plants like i looked at my video from week two which will come out friday and the plant the clones are like you know the branches are like far apart and the leaves are far apart and now they're so bushy and like full, like and tall. And I mean, like this is we're talking three weeks. These things have like doubled in size and fullness. So it the stuff works. Um, but anyway, the whole series about is about using their grow tent, which you can buy. And it's, you know, got everything from the lights, the tents, the scissors, the pots, the mixing thing, the paddle to stir the nutrients. I mean, it's got everything. <clears throat> so I'm doing a grow with that. But, you know, I'm also going, I have another tent of my own that I'm probably going to throw in there periodically. So you can see my own special Dave's grow. Um, Because in my mind, I'm secretly pitting them against each other to see which one's going to do better. But um, 
yeah, um, it's great. I'm I'm doing that and it's fun. And we're doing that in Cocoa Coyer. And we've got the black dog LED like grow lights in there are fucking amazing. And to see the growth happen now, like it's like I've got some kind of space age grow thing that makes your weed grow like four times quicker than I've ever seen in my life. So anyway, I'm watching plants go nuts before my very eyes. Like every day I go down there, they're like, feed us because we can't get enough food because we're growing too fast. So anyway. That's what's happening. And that's about it. I mean, like, I'm going to start curing all this weed for you, and then you're going to have a bunch of weed from the outdoor world nice. to enjoy. So that's really, that's about what's going on. That would be delightful. You're going to be so happy. Um, and that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. That's what's going mm -hmm. on. Okay. <laughs> David is going crazy out of his mind and he cannot sit in this chair. I can't. There's, any longer. There's so much shit pointed at me. I feel so closed in. I feel like I'm doing my podcast in a closet right now. Oh my God. We're just sitting in this big ass room. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's this microphone, it's this computer. I mean, like, it's. It just I, looks so pained so anyway we are gonna go and enjoy the rest of our evening yeah hope you guys are having a wonderful week thanks so much for listening go give us some love wherever you listen to this podcast if you can rate us review us give us a like i don't fucking know give us some stars say some poetry whatever anything do it follow us <laughs> Sorry. um i am mostly on Instagram. So follow me on Instagram at the Stoner Mom. I go live a lot there. I'm gonna probably start going live there more. Um. Did you go live on on Facebook though? You're done with that, huh? No, I did for the Stoner family, but I wanna. I don't want to next year, which is like just a few weeks away. So anyway, I'm so over Facebook, you guys. Like, I don't even want to tell people to go there and like. Follow me there because I hate it. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? What? <clears throat> I want to take this time really quick to read two reviews that we got. <gasps> no way. Are they yeah. nice? Yeah, they're always nice. Okay. Oh, I would never even bring it up if it wasn't nice, but we have not received have any non nice ones. So Please don't leave one. Don't listen to this, you guys. Okay. Okay. I don't, want to, I don't want to even put it in anyone's head. Everybody's been leaving five star reviews, which is great, and not leaving reviews, and that's completely fine. But for those of you that have, Here's two. This is from Peanuts Mommy 17. And I hope you mean Snoopy and Charlie Brown. <laughs> I love the Stoner Mom and David. Keep it up. This podcast is hilarious and I actually found the Stoner Mom on YouTube. I love listening to you guys and you make me feel less alone as a mom who smokes pot myself. Aww. That's nice. I love that. Thank you. You are awesome. The next one is from Linz2744. Everyone's favorite mom and dad. You guys are the best. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so those are some reviews. I'm sorry I didn't read those last week, but there you go. Thanks, guys. Thanks, y'all. Y'all rule. Um, and that was in iTunes, right? Yeah, that's iTunes. That's straight out of the iTunes store. All so right. Check it out. Well, anyway, we're gonna go now. Um, and do something. Who knows what? Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. We're probably 
Does it Maybe have to I'm stop working? Well, it's nine. Yeah, I think you might have to take some of those chocolates you were talking about. Wait, what? Um, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll probably go upstairs. I'm gonna take a maybe rinse off. I don't know, and then um, try to get my wife to eat some of those chocolates, and then um, you know, I don't know whatever whatever else happens. Right? So not working anymore. What do you need to work on? I mean, there's always stuff to work on all the time. We'll see. We'll see. So anyway. Okay. Well, anyway, Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us. David and Catherine. Mm-hmm. Um, you can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode, please. And as we said, give us a rating and a review. We will read it. Make us laugh. Follow us. Follow me on oh. Instagram. Oh, and you can follow David on Instagram at CO Weed Grower. That's at Colorado Weed Grower. At CO Weed Grower. And okay. follow you everywhere on at the Stoner Mom. Yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we will bleh, we will be back sometime in the future. Until then, be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind to each other. Smoke weed every day, and bye. Bye.